Not Fred, I am. Honestly, woman, you call yourself our mother. Oh, I'm sorry, George. I'm only joking. I am Fred. Okay, you know what? A real hero would roll with that instead of tripping over his gigantic ego. And as a wise black man once told me, baby girl, you be tripping. You're not fooling anybody, Bender. The next screw that falls out is gonna be you. Eat my shorts. What was that? Eat my shorts. Complete disarray with Jamie Ray. He is utterly disappointed we don't have flying cars yet. Like, how hard is it to just make this chunk of metal fly? Now, here he is, direct from the Plastic Microphone Studios, Hulk Boy from Hollywood himself, Jamie Ray. Welcome to Complete Disarray with Jamie Ray and Lily Ray. Welcome, Lily. Hey. Hey, so in a twist, I have brought somebody in who knows much, much more about the subject than I do. So I'm going to be sitting here going, uh-huh, and hmm, a lot today. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn the whole thing over to Lily while we talk about a subject very near and dear to her heart. Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> so we're going to talk a lot about his political background, uh, where he was born, um, a lot um, of things. Uh, actually, what? we're going to be talking about Lin-Manuel Miranda's musical, Hamilton, an American musical. Oh. Yeah. I thought you were like really getting into civics. No. Not really. So it's a musical. Yeah, it's a musical. Okay, so I really don't know much about this. Even yeah. though I have seen it once. Yeah, I made you watch it. Yeah. It took me three days to get through it. <laughs> but it was actually long. Um, but <laughs> So I'm going to say from the very beginning, my favorite part about the Hamilton the musical had to have been the king. Really? Yes. Yeah. That was my favorite part. Do you know Jonathan Groff, who was King George? Uh-huh. I think he was nominated for a Tony, even though he was on stage for like nine minutes in the entire two and a half hour play. But he owned those nine he minutes. He owned you know, those nine minutes. He really, really reminded me of an animated snowman. <laughs> I don't know why. I, it's the craziest I thing. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, you know. But anyway, the the show's called Hamilton, not King George. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about, um, first of all, I guess maybe Lin-Manuel, and then what caused him and then pushed him to create the Hamilton musical? So Lin-Manuel Miranda, I'm just going to start off saying he is a genius. Oh, he was I, great in house. I, what? In House. He was in two episodes of House, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I just, I love Hamilton so much in the writing, because he was the writer and star of Hamilton. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, he's great in those American Express commercials, too. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. Go ahead. Um, You know, 
before Hamilton, he did this musical called In the Heights. Um, I think it was about New York. I I haven't really looked into In the Heights yet. I'm more, you know. Is he Hamilton. in In the Heights? I think he's also the star in that one too. Oh yeah, and, no, he's and George Washington, the guy who played George Washington in Hamilton, yes. was actually in In the Heights with him. Oh. His name's Christopher Jackson. Okay. And so that was his first thing, and so then, Jackson was Hamilton. N- no, this was In the Heights. Oh okay. Jackson was Washington. Yeah, Christopher Jackson played George Washington in Hamilton, but he okay. was also in In the Heights. I don't know who he was, but oh, okay. he was in it. And that was about aviators? No, I think it was about like New York. They were actually oh. going to come out with a movie about it this uh-huh. summer. And it had another Hamilton actor in it, like the star of the movie. But, you know, COVID pushed it back to next year. That kerfuckle. It was supposed to come out summer kerfuckle. 2020. And now it's summer 2021. Ugh. How how does that happen? COVID! <laughs> um, but... I think he went, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda went on vacation, Mm -hmm. and he brought this book with him about Alexander Hamilton. And this is what I like to imagine his thought process was. He finished the book, and he was like, wow, this was a great book. Alexander Hamilton was really an interesting person. You know, I should write a rap musical about him. I wonder who's going to be the star. Oh, yeah, me. Yeah, because I'm pretty awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... And that's how Hamilton was kind of started. So this vacation, it wasn't just a vacation, though, was it? No, I think it was just his vacation. Oh, I thought it was his. I thought you told me it was his honeymoon. No, I think this was a vacation, and then they got married and went on their honeymoon. And he actually wrote one of his song on, oh, the, okay, songs okay. on that, the honeymoon. That's it. That's it. Um, but it was a really good musical. It was first performed February seventeenth, twenty fifteen, mm-hmm. um, in the Richard Rogers Theater in New York. Okay. Um, not familiar I, with it yeah it was just like it's like if you look up the playbill it'll have that name on it oh, okay and during in on disney plus one it'll say 2016 richard rogers theater gotcha but it was on it broadway was. yeah okay um and i don't even know where to start with this thing so start at like when the, the theater's dark and then the lights that, come up like, and there's like the information. Oh, oh okay, okay. Is it like trying yeah. to drink water out of a fire hydrant? There's so much. Yeah, there, it's just because because I'm on the special part of TikTok. Yeah, you're special. Where it's all like it's a for a short time it was all Hamilton. Uh huh. Like it was facts about Hamilton. It was Hamilton songs. It was Hamilton covers. It did, was did more they have facts. Hamilton? Did he like guest star on it? No, it's like so like. TikTok has this thing called the For You page uh-huh. where if you find a video you like, you like it. And then on the For You page, it'll take that video and look at the hashtags and other people who have liked it. I and love the hash browns. Creators, the creator's content and that kind of stuff. And it'll apply that information into more stuff like that. And so when Sounds Hamilton, like an algorithm. Yeah. And oh. so when Hamilton came out, uh-huh. everyone started pushing Hamilton stuff. And gotcha. since I was a theater kid and I was already kind of liking theater stuff and theater stuff was kind of popping up, I kept getting Hamilton stuff. Uh-huh. And if I keep liking Hamilton stuff, I get more and more Hamilton stuff. It's like a drug. And so, yeah. And so for a short time, it was all Hamilton. Oh, and Hamilton. All the time. I was good with that. Sure. You know, Ham- go for it. Right. Um, but so I got a lot of facts about Hamilton from tiktok and i did i started to do like a fun fact fun facts about hamilton thing just uh-huh. for myself and so i did a little research on it but kind of gave up on that so what are some fun facts about hamilton okay so in the first number and the last number okay because this is the first song and i was kind of had that um the characters almost all the characters are wearing white okay and so if the character is wearing white yeah that means that symbolizes that they're stepping out of the role as angelica schuyler or hercules mulligan and just becoming a narrator okay so like it's not the character speaking as much as just them becoming a narrator um but aaron burr stays in his um his costume because he's one of the only ones who breaks the fourth wall Okay. He is already a narrator. That's part of his character. Okay. So he doesn't have to change into white. Ah. But, um... Does he wear tidy whities I, I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, 
And so I thought that was fun. Do you and know what tidy whities are? Yes. Okay. And in the Fruity last Lady. song, <laughs> in, <laughs> in the last song, uh-huh. they they give like quotes. They're not really quotes. They're just like the character kind of talking, like how they think they would talk. And they're they put on their jacket because they still got to wear the white for the last number, but they put on the jacket because they're talking. They are telling his story, which is why they still have the white on, but it's from their point of view. So that's why oh, they still have that on. Okay. And I just thought that was cool. Right. Because, you know, secret meanings in the costumes. In the costumes. Right, right. Um, so, fun facts with Lily. That was fun. da 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 <laughs> So tell us the story about what the story of Hamilton is. Okay. So basically, just we're going to speed through like 19 years of his life. Okay. Real quick. So he was born um, with just his mom because the dad had left because of, you know, didn't want a child. Okay. And then the mom got really sick and so did Hamilton, but the mom died and Hamilton lived. And this was and in then, England? This was in, I think like... Puerto Rico or Costa Rica. Okay. Like one of the little islands. One of the Ricos. Yeah. And um, and so he moved in with his cousin because he didn't have any family left. And then the cousin committed suicide and oh. then he had to work for all of this. And then at some point everyone was like, dang, this kid is pretty dope. Because he rapped a lot, right? Um, just He was a really good writer. Like he read a bunch and... You know, when he couldn't have anything to do, he would write poems and write about his story. And these kids were like, wow, this is kind of impressive. And so they all saved up a bunch of money and booked him a ship to New York. Oh. So Hamilton is actually an immigrant. I got you. And so he came to they New York. They get it done. Immigrants. We get the job done. And um, he goes to New York. And, you know. Because if he can make it there, he can make it anywhere. Yeah. And he goes to new york and he just kind of starts living his life and then that's around when the revolutionary war kind of started to get rolling you know okay. and he was very like yeah revolution and then in ha- the musical he meets four people in the second song um aaron burr okay. john lawrence uh marquis de lafayette and hercules mulligan these are like his first friends in the story gotcha um, you know, Aaron Burr is kind of like, dude, chill. You're like over the top, you know, and all the, the three other dudes were like, yeah, yeah, do it, do it. <laughs> now, Burr was also a litigator, right? I think after the war ended, they did both become lawyers. Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. Okay. And so then we're introduced to the Schuyler sisters. You know, there's Angelica, Eliza and Peggy. Mm. You know, and they're kind of like the the rich, fancy girls of New York, you know? Okay. And, and then we meet George Washington. And he's like, yo, Hamilton, I need some help. And I heard you were pretty great. Uh, you want to be my secretary? And he's like, uh, no, I want to fight. I don't want to write. And he's like, but you're going to help me in this way. And you might become something greater. But right now, I really need you to help me organize this stuff. Okay. And Hamilton's like... Sure. Sure. Next song. Um, Eliza and Hamilton and Angelica meet. Okay. And Angelica and Eliza kind of got the hots for him. But Angelica's like, you know, I love my sister. And I know that if I said I loved him, she would be like, okay, and just start living her life even though she really wanted him the whole time. And I would get him, but I know she wouldn't be happy. And so I'm just going to let her have him. And so Eliza and Hamilton get married. And it's like true love. They're so happy together. It makes me smile every time. <laughs> but Angela looks kind of in the background, like, dang it, I, I missed my chance. But she knows he'll never be satisfied. And she'll never be satisfied. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then Eliza and Alexander get married. Mm-hmm. Um, and the wedding scene is just. It's not in the, you know, oh my God, this is genius kind of way. It's the, oh my God, I'm going to pee my pants kind of way. Because it's so funny. Oh, okay. You know, because, like, so, out of the three friends, remember Hercules Mulligan? Hercules, Hercules. He's kind of like this big, buff, tough guy, you know? Uh-huh. I don't know why I dropped my voice so low. Because when you're tough, you drop your voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and 
after everyone walks through, like Angelica and Peggy with Lafayette and John Lawrence, because they're the, in the house, because they're the friends and stuff. Right. You see Hercules Mulligan, and he's the flower girl. She just like throws some petals up and is like goodbye. It's, it's, oh, it's hilarious. It's like what? Um, and so they get married, and then they go to war, and then eventually. Huh. What is they start, yeah, no, they start fighting, and then this guy gets promoted to general, or the second, like, second in command. And Hamilton's like, "But this guy's so unqualified." Mm-hmm. And then, and then the guy named Charles Lee is kind of like, "Boo, George Washington! He's not a good general." And Hamilton's like, "You want to fight? Because I'm going to fight." And George Washington's like, "Don't fight." And then John Lawrence, who's Hamilton's best friend, is like, "Dude." I'll fight for you. And so then they have a duel. Oh. You know, a duel where they go pew and then they go pew and then someone gets shot, right? Yes. Probably. Most Pro- likely. Usually. Most of the time. Yeah. And then. After their 10 steps. Yeah. You know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten paces <laughs> fire. And so Charles Lee gets shot by John Lawrence because John Lawrence was like, ooh, you want to fight? I'm going to fight. I fight. You did. But he, he doesn't really die. He dies of like a fever. Oh, okay. Probably um, from getting an infection. No, I don't. I don't know. From getting shot. I just know he got a. He died from a fever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then George Washington comes. <laughs> and George Washington comes. He's like, "What the heck? I told you not to fight." And Hamilton's like, "But I didn't fight." And he was like, "You know what? Go home. No, no, go home." And what? Hamilton's like, "But George Washington." And he's like, "Go." home and then he comes home and eliza plot twist is pregnant what? she's pregnant what? and she's like is it hamilton's this... baby yes okay i just wasn't sure and she's was like and she's like thing. this is i i need you to be home and i wrote to the general and he's like why didn't you tell me and she was like because i knew you'd keep fighting and i needed you to come home and oh. then literally the next song, Lafayette's the new general, yeah. right? And he's like, yo, George. Sorry. And George is like, ye? And he's like, I can't do this without Hamilton. And he's like, so should we get him back? And Lafayette's like, yeah. And so he's like, Hamilton, can you come back? And Hamilton's like, I just got, yeah, sure. <laughs> and I'm sure so, that didn't make her very happy. Yeah, she's like, what the heck? I just got him back. Yeah, come on, I thought we had this worked out. And so then... It's the Battle of Yorktown, which is when the Americans win the revolution, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't even know. We haven't gotten to that chapter in the in oh. social studies yet. And yeah. so then they win. And then John Lawrence, Hamilton's best friend. Is that, is that when the king comes? Well, the king comes after. So at one point, I think it's after the Skylar Sister song when uh-huh. they introduce the three girls. Um, Hamilton, da, 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 da. Yeah, Hamilton, and this British guy get into a fight because the British guy is like, "Yo, Britain is the bomb." dot com, and Hamilton's like, "Yo, Britain kind of sucks," <gasps> and so they kind of like you know you know speech fight, rap battle, and then some some like soldiers come out and they're like, "Shh." King George has something to say. And then he does his little song being like, you know, you can't do this without me. You're going to come running back to me, okay? You know, so if it's a war you want, then it's a war you'll get. And then, so so I don't, I I didn't tell you about this when we were watching it, but you might have heard me talking to mom about it. There's a secret character in Hamilton (gasps) called the Bullet. A secret? No, that's the one where they walk it across the stage, right? Yeah, so you know that yeah. one girl in the last scene where she's kind of following the bullet? Uh-huh. So she's the bullet. And oh. the first time she becomes the symbol of death, because, yeah. you know, um, is the scene right after you'll be back. Because a soldier comes and snaps her neck. So she's the first death. Oh. Um, and in Yorktown, um, she kind of like fist bumps with John Lawrence because she's like, yeah, war! Because they were fighting together. Okay. But that was, you know, like, if you're not looking for the bullet it's kind of just like oh ensemble member is soldier fighting with main character right right but the next song after yorktown john lawrence is dead what 
you know, shocker because the symbol of death just fist bumped him. What? Oh, I Whatever. hate when the symbol of death fist bumps me. Ugh. Yeah. And so then Hamilton and Burr become lawyers. And Hamilton's like, I'm doing great. I'm firing shots, having fun. We're just living the best life. And Burr's like, yo, bruh, chill. Can you just take a breath? So what does he say is 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 keep your mouth, not keep your mouth. He said, he, well, in Aaron Burr, sir, uh-huh. he says, talk less, smile more. There you go. And in this song, he says, why do you assume you're the smartest in the room? Uh-huh. You know, because he's, cause he's always like, you know this facts and this facts and then angelica who at this point was kind of like a lot i mean um hamilton's best friend because john lawrence died she's like um so i'm actually moving to london because i found a really rich dude that i'm gonna get married to so uh peace out she kind of goes to london you know um and that's kind of the end of act one okay and after the war king george is like Okay, um, so I guess he won. Um, but if you kind of suck at this, don't blame me. You wanted this. That's right. It's your fault. Deal with it. Deal with it. Gotcha. And so then, second act. And Thomas Jefferson, who was... So, and there's a lot of double cast roles, right? Okay. In Hamilton. And so in the first act, he was Lafayette, this actor named Davi Diggs. Mm-hmm. And in the second act... He's Thomas Jefferson. Right. So the first I song, thought they looked alike. Yeah. So the first song, Thomas Jefferson's like, hey, yo, I'm back from France. So what happened while I was gone? And his best friend, uh, James Madison, who was um, Hercules Mulligan in the first act, and he's James Madison in the second act, <laughs> is like, so basically we started a country. This makes so and, much more sense. Yeah. And he's like, we started a country, and you're in the new cabinet, and you got to fight against this dude named Alexander Hamilton's plan. Um, so that's it. And Jefferson's like, okay. And so they go to this cabinet meeting. He didn't meeting. even put his bags down. No. Haven't even put my bag down yet. That, yeah. Uh-huh. And so then they go into this cabinet battle. Slash which is, rap battle. It's, it's a cross between a rap battle and a cabinet meeting. Mm-hmm. So you just call it the cabinet battle. There you go. And Thomas is... It's about this Hamilton's new financial plan, you know, that we're going to put all the debt together, states debts and establish national bank. And Jefferson's basically like, if one of the states is really good and one of the states is bad, why should I have to be responsible for that state? And because we plant seeds and we grow things, we plant seeds in the South, we create, um, Cause, and he's from Virginia, so he's really proud to be like, in Virginia, we plant seeds in the South. You know, Virginia's the best. But Hamilton reminds him. Hamilton's like, you're not the one doing the planting. Ooh. Burned. Burned. Because you um, didn't pay for labor. Yeah, and Hamilton's basically like, yo, this is going to help the country have better credit. And so you just chillax mm-hmm. and then he like roasts the two of him Ooh. they're like you're so useless and at one point thomas is like um if the shoe fits wear it and so hamilton goes turn around bend over i'll show you where my shoe fits Ooh. Ooh. I'm, and i'm pretty sure that's exactly how it happened too yeah. in the actual Absolute, cabinet absolutely word for word yeah and George Washington is basically like, huh, yeah, y'all, y'all go take a break. Hamilton, take a break. And he's like, compose yourself. And if you don't get this plan through, you're probably going to be fired. And Hamilton's like, oh, no, this sucks. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Am I right? right? And so Hamilton's at home what, working, what? writing letters to Angelica. And Eliza's like, hey, Hammy, I know we haven't talked in a while, but remember you have a son? He's nine today, and he wrote a little poem for you. And Hamilton's like, I'm fine. And and she is like, Alexander? And he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yes, dear. And so Philip Hamilton, which is their son, does this amazing rap. Chef's kiss? Yes, chef's kiss. And Eliza's even beatboxes for him. It's it's amazing. My name is Philip. I am a poet. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It's it's great. 
And so Eliza's basically like, hey, <laughs> hey, this is pretty fun, right? Yeah, what if we go on vacation to my dad's house? Yeah. We're going to have a blast. And Hamilton's like, oh, but I got to do this thing. And she's like, come on. You know, Angelica's coming with us. And then Angelica shows up and she's like, hey. And he was like, hey. And she's like, hey, why don't you come on vacation with us? And he's like, eh, I kind of got this thing to do. And she's like, come on. And he's like, no. Stop it, girl. And so they're basically like, okay, we'll just leave without you. And then this is when it goes downhill. Oh. Because this next song is when Miss Mariah Reynolds walks into his Mariah. life. And she's, she's basically such a like, Miranda. she's like, oh no, oh no, I need your help. So she I'm, comes to his house, right? Yeah, because okay. she says, like, my husband's abusing me. I need your help. And he's like, okay. And then they get, and then she. Like, she wants him to walk him to his house. And then they get to the house, and she's like, hey, why don't you stay? And he's like, ah, uh, how do I say no to this? And then, no. like, like the song before, he's like, eh, I don't want to take a break. And this one, he's like, how do I say no? I just, I just forgot how to say no. Ugh. And so eventually, he has the affair. And then James Reynolds, who's Mariah Reynolds' husband, basically writes him a letter, and he's like, hey, so I know what happened, and if you don't pay me, I'll tell your wife. And he kind of, like, goes to Mariah's house, and he's like, how could you do this to me? And she's like, ah! And he's like, how? And she's like, you know, if you paid him, we, we could still have the affair. And he's kind of like, sure. Oh, like, Alexander. No! Don't do that. No. How about how about not doing how that? About no. And so they keep having the affair, right? So this is all over the summer while his wife and yeah, while they're still there. away. Okay. And then, you know, some song that's probably not important that I kind of forgot <sighs> because. Important. And then, another cabinet battle, and in this case. It's only George Washington's vote. It's not the Congress. It's uh-huh. I get to choose what. And it's because when France joined them, Marquis de Lafayette, they, they're basically like, we don't need any land. We don't need anything from you. You just, we just want you to help us fight if we decide to, you know, not be with Britain anymore. Okay. And they were like, sure, yeah. And then France was like, hey, we're going to revolution. And Thomas Jefferson, who everyone knows is in love with France. Right. He's he like, spent yeah. a lot of time there. He's like, yeah, we need to honor our treaty because we we signed a treaty. We probably need to honor it or else we're going to be, you know, bad people. And Hamilton's like, well, we signed it with this king who's kind of dead. So I don't I don't know. Oh. And George Washington, you know, Hamilton being his favorite always. It's like, yeah, yeah, Hamilton. What he said. What he said. And then Thomas Jefferson and James Madison, because they're like two peas in a pod. They go up to Hamilton and they're like, you know, it's just because George Washington likes you. And then there's a whole song about how Washington's on the side. You know? kind of, they're kind of like mean girls. A little bit. They're kind of clicky. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And, then, and then they kind of agree that Thomas Jefferson is going to resign to help fight against it because if they're in the cabinet working with them yeah. they're complicit oh okay so if he leaves he can run for president again and uh, try and change this against washington yeah but the next song <sighs> washington's basically like hey yo so thomas is gonna run for president and hamilton's like oh but you're gonna run and you're gonna beat him and he's like actually no. I don't think I'm gonna run for president. And Hamilton's like, I- excuse me. Oh, this is because Washington's already served two terms. Yeah, right? and he's like, you know what? I just want to chill. I just, I'm good. You know, I've built this country. I've built a good foundation, and I need to help people realize that you need to move on, and that other people can do just as great things as me. And so he never wanted it to be a lifetime thing. No, in fact, he, he turned he it down. He could have been king of. He could have been like a king. Right. Like George Washington was one of the first people to be, to deny being a king. Right. Um. And so Thomas Jefferson's running, but he gets vice president, and John Adams becomes president, as we all know. Mm-hmm. And we all know that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And then Adams, John Adams, is kind of like <laughs> Hamilton. You stupid person. I'm firing you. And Hamilton's like, oh, yeah? Well, you're a bad person. That's the censored version. And at this point, 
James Madison, Aaron Burr, and Thomas Jefferson were all kind of working together to try and figure out, because they're like, something's fishy going on with Hamilton, you know? Um. There's so, there's something not right. And so they eventually kind of do their research and find out he's been smuggling money. It's, what? Is, is this some kind of speculation treason thing? What? And so... Basically, after Thomas Jefferson becomes vice president, they're all like, you know what? Let's go. Let's go talk to him, Uh you know, and they're all basically kind of they kind of go up to him and they're like, so we know you've been smuggling money to Mr. James Reynolds, like a thousand dollars, which let's take a little let's put a little pin in this a thousand dollars. How much how much do you think that was? Mm. It was a thousand dollars then. A hundred thousand dollars. I can't even process how much that must have been. Wow. Because, like, I heard, I saw something about, like, in the 1920s. Yeah. How a woman had, like, $30 in her purse, and it was, like, $700 now. Oh. And I was like, what? Yeah. And then I thought about this, and I was like, how much money must he have given James Reynolds for this? Well, let's go ask our assistant, Google. Really? Yes. We're going to do that right now? Stop. We're going to do that right now. Okay. How much is a thousand dollars? Mm-hmm. Working. It's worth two hundred and ninety-seven thousand eight hundred dollars uh, in today's money. Dude, Hamilton. Ha- Ham- what did you do? Why? Why you Hamilton? And Why? so basically, they're all like, so. You can't just leave. Like go back to, to malfeasance in office. And and Hamilton's like, so I didn't actually do that. Um, but you have to promise that you won't tell anyone about what I actually did. And they're like, sure. And he basically is like, so I had an affair, and I um, the money that I took out from the bank, I put back in. And so it didn't really happen. So he didn't really take money. It was his. It was his own money, but uh-huh. he kind of had to borrow it from the national bank. But he was putting the money back, like his own money back. Oh, that's still illegal. Like kind of like loaning. Gotcha. And so they were all just like, um, I guess this is satisfactory. I guess. But still. And so they all leave, and Hamilton's kind of like, well, um, my mortal enemy now has this information on me what what do i do 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 i trust him or you know because back when i was in puerto costa rica one one of the but when i was back in one of the ricas there was a hurricane and how i got out was i wrote everything down and that that got me good places so he writes like he's running out of time why does he write like he's running out of time i don't know and and so he's basically like you know what it worked last time. Why don't I just do it this time? Uh-huh. So he writes everything down in the Reynolds pamphlet. Ooh. Have you read this? And so basically everyone finds out that he was having an affair. And Thomas Jefferson and James Madison are like, yo, have you read this? Have you seen? He had an affair. Uh-huh. And, you know, they're like screaming it to the roof. So he basically felt he could get in front of it and say... He, he I had an affair, but I didn't steal anything or do anything to hurt the country. Yeah, if he he said, I think one of the lines was the in the song was like, "I'll overwhelm them with honesty." Oh, that's because like okay. he didn't he didn't want the Aaron Burr, James Madison, and Thomas Jefferson to hold that power against him, him. Right? You know, and they didn't want knowledge is power. Yeah, and so he was like, "If I just give give it up, they can't use it against me." Yeah. And Angelicum comes back from London, and Alexander's like, Mad, huh? he's like, she's like, he's like, oh my God, Angelica, you're here, yeah, this crazy thing, and she's like, shh, I'm not, I'm not here for you. I love Eliza, and what you did was wrong, and so oh. I'm going to see her, not you. Three she, snaps up. <laughs> I'd like to imagine that in real life, she like slapped him, and like uh-huh. walked away, like nose up in the air. Oh. What a joke. And everyone's kind of just like, Ooh, Hamilton, girl, Hamilton sucks. Yeah. And then at one point, they're like, wonder what his wife thinks. And then it transitions into a song with Eliza. And she's like, I hope that you burn. That's like, when she I, burns the papers and everything. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I loved you. And I thought you, you loved me. You've done me wrong. Like, I tried to take you on a vacation. 
I tried to give you a son. I tried to make you take a break, and you were just like, no, 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 and then you had an affair. Like, what? What am I supposed to do? <sighs> and in this scene, she, like, burns one of his letters, uh-huh. and they actually had to get paper special paper that burned for like two minutes wow so she didn't like catch her fingers on fire yeah that would be bad yeah um it's a slow burn and she says i hope that you burn and then she walks away right and so then their son philip hamilton all grown up now Uh uh-huh he's he's like he's in school or something he he's in king's college like his father right and he's like, you know, everyone says I'm as smart as him. And the ladies say I got the looks like him. Mm-hmm. And so he heard that this guy was ta- this guy named George Eager was talking smack about his dad. And he's, uh, like, uh. he's like, I'm a Hamilton with pride. And then he comes after George Eager and he's like, yo, you talking smack? And he's like, yeah, you a little scoundrel. And he's like, you know what? Let's do a duel. And George Eager's like, I eat. So if he did two duels, would it be a dual duel? Well... John Lawrence and Philip Hamilton are played by the same actor, Anthony Ramos. Uh-huh. But it's two separate characters. Oh, okay. So Philip Hamilton's doing a duel and John Lawrence did a duel. Not Anthony uh, Ramos did a gotcha. duel. Gotcha. Okay. You know. Gotcha. And so he basically comes to the den. He's like, hey, so um, I'm doing a duel and they don't exactly, you know, kind of cover this stuff in boarding school. So can you tell me what to do? And Hamilton's like, I right, here's what you're going to do. Fire the gun in the air and and Philip Hamilton's kind of like, but but what if he shoots me? He's like, he won't. <gasps> D- what? Just, That's like some of the worst advice he's like, ever. He's like, he's not gonna shoot you. He's is he gonna shoot you? He's not gonna shoot you. So just point your gun at this guy, shoot it there, and you're fine. And so they oh. go to the duel, and they go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then bang, George at shoots seven? him. At seven. Oh, what a jerk. In a fun fact, in uh, Take a Break, uh-huh. which is a song where they're like, "Take, come on this vacation with me. Yeah. They're playing the piano. Eliza and Philip are playing the piano together. And they're singing in French and they're playing the piano at the same time. And Philip Hamilton keeps messing up on seven. Oh. And that's when George Eager shot him. Oh, it's like a... And so, ooh, and so they're basically spooky. in the hospital. And Hamilton's like, oh, my God, I didn't expect this to happen. I told you not to shoot him, and you got shot? What? And The other guy cheated. Yeah, but still, you don't tell someone not to shoot when you're doing, like, a shooting battle. And then Eliza comes in and is like, oh, my God, my son is bleeding. Did Hamilton, did you know this was happening? And and he, they're kind of just like, um, uh. And then Philip's like, Mom, I'm sorry. And then he, she's like trying to make him count because that's what their thing was, you yeah. know, counting in French. And he just kind of dies. Does he and die at seven? I think so. How it went would they go, Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six, sept, tweet, neuf, sept, tweet, neuf, sept, tweet, neuf. And when she starts saying sept, tweet, neuf, he just wouldn't say it back. Oh. And so that's when you knew he was dead. And gotcha. Philip Sue in the scene, bald the first time i saw because she did like this this and probably the third yeah and she like you know what i'm talking about she did uh-huh. like this scream gasp sob something Shriek. it was ah i'm getting just ah, yeah thinking okay. about it and then there's this song oh my god called quiet uptown it's quiet that's uptown. when he's walking but they, they all by himself and everybody's mm-hmm. talking about hamilton walking by himself yeah yeah, okay. Um, and so, I've not so fun fact, but kind of fun fact about this scene. So, the choreographer and his wife yeah. had a kid, but that kid had leukemia. Aww. And so, this was one of the last numbers that he That's choreographed because it was too hard for him to imagine what it would be like losing his own kid. Yeah. And so, it was really hard for him to do this one number because, you know, sure. going through that. And... The, they have like a turntable on stage. Not yeah, like, that's cool. Like the, like, the stage like a is a turntable or like something. The, wicked, wicked, the, wicked, wicked, wicked. the stage turns. Mm-hmm. And in this one, the the stage and the people are walking in opposite direction because it kind of feels like you're trying to go somewhere, but you can't because you're right. being, you know. Right. And it's just, it's wonderful. And it is. Ah, and the lighting's good too. Everyone's such a good actor and this amazing singing. Right. It's just, ah, it's amazing. And then... And then it's 1800. Uh-huh. Because that scene finishes. And 
James Madison, <laughs> he's kind of, you can tell he's he was kind of like crying. Uh-huh. And he's like, can we get back to politics? <laughs> <laughs> and so Thomas Jefferson's like, so John Adams did a really bad job when he was president. So he's probably not going to be president again. But I'm running. And um, Aaron Burr is also running. I, I, and John, James Madison was like, actually, people kind of like him. And he was like, you know, if you got Hamilton to vote for you, you might win and thomas jefferson was like hamilton really he he hates me yeah and everyone's kind of like yo aaron burr was popping and they fist bump on the street and kind of that kind of stuff but it was the 1800s so it was more like hi aaron burr and they Many shook hands you know yeah and then but we like, don't really know what what aaron burr stood for right yeah he was kind of like in the middle like if someone was like I don't know. Let's just let's just use a random example. Someone was like, "What's your favorite flavor of ice cream?" He would be like, "Well, all ice cream's good, and it's depending on the brand of ice cream that you're eating." He would never like really answer the question. He would never say Rocky Road, kind of, which is the only right answer. Because he's kind of neutral on everything. Because uh. then people are not going to be like, "Oh, you're bad," or "Oh, you're really good," and they're not going to argue over him. They're both going to be like, "Eh, he's pretty. Yeah, he's, he's pretty. Right. He's pretty okay." And so it's a tie. Uh-huh. And basically, it's like it's up to Hamilton because he has influence over oh, all these people. Okay, because he's because really of all powerful. the papers he's written and stuff. Yeah, and so basically, he's like, so I don't believe in anything Thomas Jefferson says, but he has my vote because I don't know where Thomas for Aaron Burr stands. Right, but I know what Thomas Jefferson thinks. Yeah, and so Aaron Burr is basically like, excuse me. What? I, you, you know what? You know what? We're having a du- we're having a duel. Oh. Well, doesn't Burr blame him for like all of his problems? For everything. Yeah, for everything. Because like he always wanted to be in the room where it happened. You right. know. Right. And every time he says, um, he says something like, "In every place, the only com in every place I checked, the only common threat has been your disrespect." Oh. So he kind of blames Hamilton for all his um. See, that's just wrong. It's all his failures. And so he's like, you know what? We're going to have a duel. And when they have the duel in the same spot, his son died. <gasps> no. You know, in that, in that area. And there's the song called The World Was Wide Enough. Right. And it's actually really good. It's so the first, it's like separated into three parts. Yeah. So the first part is Aaron Burr singing. The middle part is Hamilton singing. And the last part is Aaron Burr singing. Uh-huh. And so Aaron Burr is kind of like, this is all you need to know about what happened. And then at 10, Hamilton kind of goes through this monologue about, he's kind of like, you know, is this how I'm going to die? What if this bullet is my legacy? What's a legacy? You know, I always wanted this good legacy. And, oh, my God, I can see the other side. My son and John Lawrence and Washington, they're all there. But Eliza, you know what? Just just take your time, Eliza. And then he gets shot. Barber, because he's, he's pointing he up, gone. and which remember, is the picture from the logo, right? Well, that is actually after my shot. Yeah, he points to the sky. Ah, okay, okay. And fun fact, because what we're talking about. So, are that, you giving away your shot? No. Will you give away your shot? He threw away his shot. Oh. Even though he said he wasn't. Right. So, in my shot, which is Hamilton's big song, after he points to the sky, right? Yeah. And now at the end of the room where it happens, which is Aaron Burr's big song, he points to the ground. Just to show how polar opposite they are. Yes. So, you know. Okay. And so, as Hamilton was doing the monologue, the girl who he said was the bullet, she was tracing it like he was, like, she was holding the bullet between her fingers. And so, that's really cool. Um... And he gets shot, and Burr's basically like, I was just too stupid to realize that it was just his opinion. Yeah. And then it wasn't really his fault. And then there was Who Lives, Who Dies, Who Tells Your Story, which was what I was talking to you about, about the white and everyone telling his story. And this is basically where Eliza comes back. She's like, okay, so he died, and I'm really sad, but I kind of had to move on. I interviewed all these soldiers who fought with you. Right. I helped raise funds for the Washington Monument. I spoke out against slavery. I built an, the first private orphanage in New York City. Right. I did all these things and I did it for you. And then 
oh my god, this last part. It's a good song. It's very good. It's the last song is so good. It's probably one of my favorites. Yeah. And at the end, she, it kind of kind of looks like she's being leaded into heaven uh-huh. by Hamilton, and then she goes to the stage and she kind of looks out and she gasps, and it looks like she's about to cry. What's she gasping about? No one knows. Well, somebody, I mean... Well, Lin-Manuel Miranda knows, but he doesn't tell anyone. Oh, you need to tell us, son. So, my favorite theory is that she's breaking the fourth wall. Uh-huh. And that she sees Hamilton's story is still being carried on oh. through the play. And so, that's my favorite. But one of them was she's seeing that's God. That's like butter. One of them was she's seeing God, she's seeing heaven, she's seeing Hamilton in heaven. And her son. Know, and her son. Yeah. Um, and Lin-Manuel Miranda in an interview basically said it's different for every Eliza and it's different for every show. So there's not one specific way, which well, I it's think okay. is Give a- us a top 10 then. <laughs> you know, it's just like, and it's kind of what you want. And that's how it ends or does that's the king come out one more time? That's how it ends. Oh, I love the king. Yeah. King's oh. great. He just has this amazing part in Reynolds pamphlet where he kind of like drops it low and does, does a little dance yeah. move. That was great. Okay. So. And that's the end. That's the end of the show. That's the all right, all right. summary. So, favorite number. Okay, so do you mean like dance or singing? Singing. So like if I'm just listening to the soundtrack, my favorite song would be Burn. Which okay. Which is when Eliza's basically like, right. I hope that you burn. So, number. Um, So if I'm watching it, my favorite one's going to be Yorktown. Okay. Because I like the dancing. So where does not gonna not giving away my shot come in? Top three. So Top you mean five? the my shot song? Yes. So I really like that song, but here's this thing that kind of happens in my brain: if something is really loved and adored by a lot of people, uh huh, I might be less drawn to it. Okay, I'm, I'm I totally I understand just, that. I kind of like to go against the flow, right? And my shot is like the song, like. You hear it in the background of a bunch of songs. It's kind of like the they kind of go. There's this part in it where they go, whoa, 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 and they do that a lot in the play. Okay. And so I feel like that's the main song, which it's a good song. It took like it took him like a year to write, and it was worth it. It was amazing. Yeah. Right. But it's played over and over. Like I like it. Uh-huh. Like if someone was like, "Hey, do you want this?" my this thing from my shot this prop or whatever i'm gonna be like heck yeah i love my shot okay but it's not gonna be the first song i click on the playlist i got you okay what about grease lightning where's that on your list that is not in hamilton sadly it's are you sure i mean he's like go grease lightning no no that's in greece oh huh okay well i'm gonna turn these questions back on you what's your favorite song um, I like the King's song, the the You'll one where, back. yeah, where you're gonna love me or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's my favorite one. Yeah, the first one I think he sings. What about your favorite number? Um, what's the one where Lafayette comes back? Guns and Ships. Yes, where he's like, I'm taking this horse by the reins, bigger coats, Yeah, it's rings. like super super fast rapping. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the one I've memorized. That one. You? You memorized that yeah. one? Huh. Wow, that's almost like you would think that I'm going to ask you to close the show with that. Oh, crazy, am I right? Crazy. It's crazy. And then I got to think that my favorite character has to be Thomas Jefferson. Really? Yeah. Like, I know after we finished the first act, we had uh-huh. like dinner, and you said that your favorite was Angelica. Well, it's true, but that, that was, was from the, the first, first act. act yeah. So, But from the whole thing, I, I got to say that I think Thomas Jefferson, which is not yeah. really fair to I guess it's fair to say. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But um, I, he's only in half the play. He's only in half the play. And she's in the whole play, but she's mm-hmm. not in a lot of stuff. Yeah. So um, I think that after watching the play, yeah. like on Disney Plus, I like Thomas Jefferson a lot more. Yeah, I like Thomas Jefferson bef- a lot. Before, when I was just listening to it, uh-huh. I would mostly listen to the first act because that was the best part of his life. 
Oh, okay. And I think that after it kind of goes downhill, I'm kind of like, eh, we're just going to avoid that. Right, and right. And just listen to the good parts. Yeah, yeah. And so, and Thomas Jefferson shows up in the second act, which is when his life starts to go downhill. Gotcha. And so. And he's part of the reason it goes downhill. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's who it would be, though. But I do really like Thomas Jefferson. My favorite character is actually Eliza. Yeah. That's kind of one of the reasons I like Burn so much, because I love Eliza so much, and she deserves no harm. And yeah. just to see her anger at him which yeah. is completely human and completely reasonable but then she did still so forgive good. him and they walk together yeah she forgave on, him you know which is also why i love her because yeah. your husband cheated on you he basically kind of like killed your son right, right. giving him this horrible advice and you still forgave him yeah like yeah. eliza's just ah, ah eliza's just so amazing she really is she really is yeah so that's it that's a good but I so, do love some, me some Thomas so, so Is that the only question you have for me? Um, did you like Hamilton? I did. I liked it. I, I can be honest that, with you, though, that I, I, yeah. I don't feel a need to ever watch it again. Yeah. Um, but it was enjoyable. Um, it's amazing to see all the work that goes into it. But um, just like when we went to see Wicked... Mm-hmm. Um, seeing in person just elevates it and and i've never done that and i don't want to trust me i don't i don't need to see it again but i can only sit in rapt amazement at what it must have taken from mr man well then miranda miranda Miranda. thank you mr miranda um had to do and i know that he has people with him that do things but to figure out there's that whole scene when he first gets to New York and mm-hmm. he's walking around and uh, the the turntables turning and people are walking different ways and all that. So and much kind, going it's on. It's kind of like set up like a ship because he's supposed to be getting off his ship right, and coming right. to America. And so there's all this like ropes and stuff everywhere yeah, and it's yeah. kind of complicated. Yeah. And I also really liked um, when Jefferson gets home mm-hmm. and the letters are waiting for him. And What did I miss? Uh, yeah. Uh, I thought that was a very um, exuberant performance Mm -hmm. uh, and that uh, it was probably one of my favorite numbers of them just because there was so much going on. Now, one of my least favorite numbers Mm -hmm. um, has got to be the one, I think it must be, maybe it's during Burn. In Burn, do they re... Uh, revisit the the wedding and all of that no that's satisfied when they kind of like rewind it okay that's the one i didn't really Mm -hmm. dig i wouldn't say it's my least favorite yeah but i was kind of like eh it's all right so you know i don't know if you get this as much but do you ever like listen to an album and there's like that one song that you really don't like and that you always skip yeah so for me that song is hurricane okay i just don't think it's as strong as the other ones and the only part that i really like about it is its transition into reynolds pamphlet ah, okay which okay. it's just kind of so i'm gonna be straight out straight up for a second lin-manuel miranda is not the strongest singer well he's and, a, and uh, he's that's a good fair to say you know but because... he's not that strong a singer and hurricane is just him singing yeah and so that might have something to do with it, but it's also just kind of telling a story that we already knew, but in more detail. Right, right. Which, I don't really know. It is beautiful choreography, though. Mm-hmm. But it's just not... It's just the song that I always skip when I listen to it. So did you tell me that fun fact about the Federalist Papers? The the papers that were written in defense of... Um, the Constitution? Yeah. And that they were originally going to write 25 that's between in, three people? That's in the song. So that's in the song. The original okay. plan was there was John Jay, Hamilton, and James Madison. Right. And they were supposed to write 25 papers roughly divided evenly among them. Right. As evenly as possible. And so John Jay, he wrote five and then he got sick. Okay. And then James Madison was like, huh, well, I wrote 29. And then Hamilton just shows up and he's like... I wrote 51. Wow. So they had like a total of 85 papers. That's crazy. Um, I knew I heard that story somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And as you could tell from that, he was an overachiever. Prolific writer. Uh, He, you know, writing like he's running out of time. Yeah. But he was just, he, everything he did was to try and prove himself. 
to build for his legacy. Right. Because, you know, his parents were kind of like not as respected, you know, growing up in the islands and stuff. Probably not going to be as respected as like him being a founding father. And so he wanted his legacy to be amazing and revolutionary. Ha, revolutionary. Ah, see what you did there. Um, But, you know. So, I, well, I, I got you. So I guess my, my last question for mm-hmm. you to be, are you excited about the Grover Cleveland musical that's coming up next? There's a Grover Cleveland musical? Oh, well, yeah. I'm pretty positive I heard about that. Well, Hamilton wasn't even a president. Oh. So. Well, I just. Skadoosh. I just thought, you know, that was going to be an amazing performance. I think that. By Grover w- I think that it would have been better if he yeah. said Benjamin Franklin. Uh, I don't know. Benjamin Franklin would actually be a pretty cool. Uh, it would be an yeah. electrifying performance. Nope. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, he was standing out yeah. with the, the, the kite and, and it was a lightning storm and there, yeah. there was a key on it to, mm-hmm. to make it yeah. electric. <laughs> lightning. Anyway. Well, is there anything else we need to know about Hamilton? Um, I can't imagine there is because I feel like I know everything now. So just two more things. Okay. Okay. Just two. So... Another fun fact mm-hmm. with Lily yes, is that Alexander Hamilton died around 48. So he was either 47 or 49, one of the two. Or he 48. Yeah. He so was he's one of the three? Kind of in that range. I in think he range. was either 47 or 49, okay. but 48 is just the middle. Uh, but on the soundtrack, there yeah. are actually 47 songs. Oh. Because there's one song that everyone likes called uh-huh. Congratulations. Okay. And it's kind of like Angelica being like, Congratulations, why'd you cheat? Uh. It's kind of like her. It's like, like like the whole song. And everyone likes it. And they're like, why wasn't it on the soundtrack? And then I figured out it was because they needed the 47 songs. Gotcha. Is your welcome on, this all, on the soundtrack? Hmm? You know, where he's like, you're welcome. Um, yeah. That's in Moana. Which the songs were also written by Lynn Manuel Miranda. God, how did I not know that? And um, one weird memory that I always remember when I get cast as ensemble uh-huh. is I think it was when I was in Newsies. Um, they were talking to us about how being in the ensemble is part of creating the atmosphere for the play right and that it's pretty important and one of the examples she used was hamilton because uh-huh. every single person in hamilton looks excited to be there and they look like they want to be there and they look like they're having fun and you know they if the ensemble in hamilton is so amazing yeah everyone looks so committed and so happy and they look like they're having so much fun in everything they do you know yeah and I think that if you ha- if if you can be known for your ensemble, you're doing pretty great. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's not always the person right up front stage in the sun. It's the not light. always going to be Hamilton mm-hmm. that everyone loves. Right. Like I know Hamilton's mom's favorite color. I mean, mom, not color. Hamilton's mom's favorite color. Hamilton is mom's favorite character. Okay. But. Some people are gonna say, "Oh my God, look at that one ensemble member! They, 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 they're a choreographer. They're doing great." Yeah, you know, and I think that if you have that extra little sparkle, that someone will look at an ensemble member and go, "Wow, that's it's a successful play." And a casting director may go, "That's the kind of person I want next time to be one of the stars." Yeah, yeah, like I'm with if, you. If someone is using plays ensemble as an example for kids mm-hmm. it's it's probably an amazing musical uh, you, you were the expert you know you are the one I come to with these questions <laughs> <laughs> well alright well this has been so much fun Lily Ray it has been so much fun even though I've been doing most of the talking that's fine I I, I am happy to have you here in the Plastic Microphone Studios for this episode of Complete Disarray with Jamie Ray and Lily Ray. (laughs) 
So before we go, I have one favor to ask you. Yeah. Would you please wrap us out of here? Okay. Good night, podcast universe. Do you mean do it a cappella? No, I want you to do it without music. That's a cappella. Well, then that's what I want. Okay. I'm taking this horse by the reins, make her break her throat with blood stains. And I'm never going to stop until I'm making drop and scatter the remains of Watch me engage and I'm escaping and I'm raging them out. I go to France for more funds. I come back with more guns and ships. And so the balance ships. We rendezvous with Rochambeau, consolidate their gifts. We can end this war in Yorktown. Cut them off at sea, but for this to succeed, there's someone else we need. I know. Hamilton, so he knows what to do in the trench. He can do it in Florida, French, I mean. So you're going to have to use him eventually. What's he going to do in the Benjamin? Hamilton, so no one has more, no one has more resilience or matches my practical, tactical brilliance. You want to fight for your land back? I need my right hand man back. Kaboom. <laughs> that was that was difficult. It was awesome is what that was. <laughs> good night, podcast universe. Or good morning. I I I you, it's ne- true. Either you way. never know. You never know. <laughs>